While Bitcoin is sitting around the $39,000 range, we have to ask ourselves, who done it? There's three possible scenarios here to justify the price action of Bitcoin lately. For those of you who are really concerned about the day-to-day -day price of Bitcoin, or if you're just new to crypto in general, uh, here's, here's some enlightening information for you. There's the time old debate. Is this according to, you know, technical analysis? Was this to be predicted or was there news that happened that caused this price decrease, relative price decrease, or is there something bigger going on? And I think Toby and myself tend to lean towards that third one. But first, let's talk about the news, what a lot of people are attributing to this recent price action of Bitcoin dropping a bit. Uh, we've been talking about Grayscale and the GBTC getting dumped on the market. Turns out FTX has dumped 22 million shares of their GBTC, totaling about $1 billion. That accounts for about half of the outflows of the GBTC. So that was, of course, according to the FTX bankruptcy proceedings, they were able to finally liquidate those positions because... Uh, Grayscale GBTC was transformed into an ETF, so they were able to exit that position. And for those of you who are looking for future FUD news as to justifications if Bitcoin does continue to dip or dip in the future, can't forget about Mt. Gox, where there is about 200,000 Bitcoin still waiting to be paid out to the people who had deposited funds on that exchange about a decade ago. Uh, but of course, the repayment plan is going to be in stages. And you got to remember that the people who had deposited funds onto Mt. Gox were doing so when the price of Bitcoin was at the $1,000 range. So that in addition to the repayment plan where it's probably going to be incremental and it's going to be done in a responsible manner, just like how the FTX bankruptcy proceedings uh, happened for Solana. There was a lot of FUD uh, surrounding that and it ended up being kind of a nothing burger. And furthermore, once those events have passed, there's no longer that uh, overhanging FUD of that event happening. There's also another one where the U.S. government is in in control of 100,000 Bitcoin from their seizures from the Silk Road. And the last time they announced anything to do with those coins was back in July. We don't have any updates as to their plans for selling those. So that can continue to be a source of FUD, perhaps for the years to come, who knows. Or you have people like Benjamin Cohen, who, for those of you, you gotta take it with a grain of salt, uh, He's made some bad calls in the past. He may be he might be accurate in this one. He might be wrong. Uh, technical analysis is not perfect and it's not always correct. But he is saying that it's perfectly normal to test the 100 week uh, simple moving average, which at this point is around $28,000 per Bitcoin. So he's saying it's normal to test that range around the time of the halving, usually before the halving they retest that. He claims this happened in 2011. It happened in 2016. And he's saying it also happened in March 2020, that infamous dip of 50% that no one saw coming. Uh, he was saying in that instance, you know, they, they tested it and it proceeded to crash to another 45%. Benjamin went ahead and said that if we did the same thing that we did in 2020, falling a further 45% from the simple moving average, 
the 100-week simple moving average, we would see uh, levels of about $15,000 Bitcoin. But let's not forget the time of that in 2020, the entire global economy shut down. Uh, there's a lot of extenuating factors to justify that particular price movement. But with that being said, it is typical to have some type of correction like this in Bitcoin shortly before the halving event, which let me remind you, is due to happen in April of this year. So we're a couple months away from that. Furthermore, this could be the first of many corrections to occur during this bull market. But now let me talk about the grand finale. <laughs> what Toby is always talking about in his videos is now we have BlackRock in the game. They are sharks, they're not nice guys, and they're expert manipulators of price, of people to get their way. And perhaps this is just what's to be expected now is just price manipulation to go in whatever direction BlackRock wants it to go. And we know that they need to accumulate a lot of Bitcoin. So what are they gonna do? They're gonna try to to influence the price to stay pretty submissive so that they can accumulate more without having to pay so much for it. And probably trying to scare out as many people as possible from their positions of owning real Bitcoin and inspiring them to dump on the market as well. So you gotta ask yourself, are you going to help contribute to BlackRock owning more Bitcoin at cheaper prices at the same time as losing your ownership over Bitcoin? It's not financial advice, but if you wanna know what Toby and I are doing with our cryptocurrency investments and how we're storing them safely, please check out learningcrypto.com, home of the CT Club. It's gonna wrap it up for today. Thanks for tuning in. See you later.